Hello again, noble and studious listeners. This is the Back to School episode of Department 12. Today I'm answering four questions from Steve Alexander. Steve reached out to me on LinkedIn a few weeks ago. He's going back to school, starting a master's program in IO Psych at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte. So I'm going to answer Steve's questions, but uh, just a warning to Steve and anyone else listening. These are just my opinions, and they very well could be wrong. Very frequently they are. So take everything I say with a big old grain of salt. Steve's first question. I am currently in learning and development analysis. I know a portion of this will be covered in grad school, but my program will cover much more than training programs. That's good. How do I retain all the things that I will be learning that don't directly relate to my current field? And his follow-up to that question is, is there a way to utilize the things that I am learning at work, even if they don't directly tie in? So, Steve, I think the answer to your question lies in your follow-up question. The way you retain all the things that you're learning that don't directly relate to your field is to use them at work, even though they don't directly relate to your field. So, what that means is volunteering, uh, to get involved in projects you aren't normally involved in, um, making new connections in your company maybe, uh, stepping up, maybe even suggesting a new project that uses some of those skills. I think that's the very best way to actually retain some of that stuff that you're going to learn. And I think if you don't do that or something to retain it, you will lose it. Um, most IO folks specialize in something, and if you talk to them five or ten years after their graduate program, uh, most of the stuff that doesn't relate to what they specialize in, they've lost it. So I think you're on the right track with trying to retain it, but I'd be realistic about that. You only have so much time, which we'll talk about a little bit later. A second question from Steve. How do I emphasize the value of what I am learning to leaders and peers without sounding like an erudite snob? I'd say there's two ways to do that. The first is to make sure that if you're bringing up something that you're learning, that it actually fits the conversation or the problem. Don't try to shoehorn it in just because you learned it. Make sure it's actually relevant to the conversation or the project, and it's actually helpful. If you're trying to help people and you can help them, you'll find that they're pretty open to that. Uh, The second way is to um, translate some of what you're learning into (laughs) plain English. Uh, A lot of the terminology and slang that we learn in graduate school only makes sense to each other, so we have to translate it. Not dumb it down and uh, make other people feel stupid, but to use words and phrases that they're actually familiar with rather than using our own words and phrases and then trying to define it for them because that really does make you sound like an erudite snob. So try to use words and phrases that you would have used before graduate school. (laughs) That's my advice. Third question is a juicy one. I will be starting this two-year night school program with a wife and a four-year-old son at home. I will also be working a full-time job. I know the feeling. How do I balance my course load, workload, and still be a good husband and father? Well, look, there's a lot of books and advice and things out there about time management, but uh, I think the answer is that you can't. (laughs) No matter how you cut this thing up, Every hour that you spend at school or on homework is an hour that you're not spending with your family or on your job. And that's just reality. 
I know there's a lot of articles and things that talk about doing everything and taking care of yourself and all that fun stuff, but the reality is you're making a big sacrifice here. And your wife and your kid is making a big sacrifice for you as well. So, you know, by all means, read some of those articles, learn about time management, take care of yourself if you have the time and all that good stuff. But I think you just need to be really clear in your own mind about why you're doing what you're doing. Because, you know, you are taking that time away from those other things. And if you have a good motivation for it, that's something that you can tell yourself um, when you're working on homework, uh, when you'd rather be spending time with your spouse or your kid to say, okay, this is how this is going to pay off for them in the future because I'm going to get this better job or I'm going to have more vacation so I can spend more time with them or I'm going to improve their lives in some way. If you have a good motivation for doing what you're doing, um, it's easier. It's always hard, but it's a little easier if you are clear about why you're doing it. Question four is, my program gives the option of either a master's thesis or a comprehensive exam. Could you weigh the pros and cons of each? Well, that's a really interesting choice that you have there. Uh, my advice is to take the thesis um, for a couple of reasons. First is I think that a thesis is a better assessment of your learning and scholarship than a comprehensive exam. The second is that it's going to help you specialize. Um, a master's thesis is going to focus on a research topic of your choice that hopefully relates to what you're interested in and what your career is focused on. Um, and that's going to carry more weight than a comprehensive exam with in your career or with any employer or anything like that. Um, I think the truth is that nobody hires a generalist IO psychologist. You know, the well-rounded generalist thing. Uh, I, I just don't know too many jobs for those people. Generally, when someone hires a specialist, they really want a specialist. They want you to be an expert at some particular thing or just a small handful of things. But they want the best at something, not someone who knows a little bit about a lot of things. So figuring out what that specialty is going to be fairly early in your program would be a good start uh, so that you can start um, collecting literature, uh, thinking about research ideas, and hopefully tying your schoolwork into your career. So that was my ill-conceived advice audience. What advice do you have for Steve and all the other students starting programs in this fall? You can respond on Twitter with the hashtag IO back to school. That's IO back the number two school, which is super confusing. I know just check the show notes and thanks for listening.